Welcome into another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. Obviously, not a lot going on in the realm of live high school sports right now, but still a lot of stories to tell. And that's going to be our focus today: is telling the stories of some of the uh, athletes that have been impacted by cancellations, suspensions of seasons. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, two athletes who are uh, who had their basketball seasons still going when the cancellations came down, and also our spring sport athletes that are like everybody else, on hold and waiting to get going. So we will talk to Chandler Schmidt, a boys athlete from Stratford, and Sammy Martin, a girls athlete from Platteville, in just a moment. Um, but if you haven't, please do head over to wisports.net and check out uh, some of their perspectives that they already shared and several other perspectives from student athletes in our Athlete Voices series. Uh, the first one, A Dream Denied, uh, was last week where we got some uh, insight and experiences from winter sport athletes whose seasons were still going uh, at the time of cancellation. Really great insight and perspectives uh, perspectives from those uh, from those kids. And then this week, a dream deferred, where we got insight and perspectives from some players, some athletes of spring sports who are sitting in limbo, waiting to find out if they will get to go again, if they will get to finish out their high school careers, some of them that are seniors. Really, uh, really powerful insights from some high school kids that are going through a lot right now. These kids are are processing a lot. They're processing, you know, the anxiety and the fears that all of us have around what this is doing from a health perspective, from an economic perspective, everything like that. Uh, but they're also processing very different situations and realities than what they are used to. Homeschooling, uh, you know, the, the challenges that come with that. Um, it, it doesn't seem like it is a big deal, you know, compared to the challenges that a lot of people are facing right now, but they are struggling with the idea that they might be done with high school athletics, which is a big part of their lives, which has been a big part of their lives for a long time. And uh, it, it's something that we can't discount. Uh, what they are are going through. And so it was great to get their perspectives. And by the way, speaking of that, uh, you may have seen on Twitter that uh, we are uh, uh, helping to get going and have helped to get going a uh, campaign to be the light, to shine a light of uh, support and hope and positivity uh, for all students, but especially the student athletes around the state. Uh, where we are, uh, that, that movement, which is a growing national movement, started down in Texas, uh, continued into Colorado, Minnesota, uh, a few other places as well, uh, which encourages schools and, and uh, communities to light up their athletic fields at night to, uh, again, show support for those kids, to let them know that, you know, we're thinking about you, to let them know that we'll be here for you when we come back. Uh, many schools have already done it. Several schools have done it every night since uh, since we first kind of brought it uh, forward. And we are hoping that we can get a, a really widespread uh, participation this Friday night, April 10th, it would be, at 8 o'clock. Um, there's an article on WSN. You've seen it on our, our social media channels as well. 
if schools do participate, we would love to see pictures. Send them to us. Tag us in your uh, social media posts. Make sure you use the hashtag BeTheLightWI. And uh, just bring some positivity to uh, a very challenging time for everybody, including the students, including the student-athletes. And the first athlete that we'll talk to on our WSN podcast today as part of our uh, Athlete Voices, uh, an extension of the articles that we've done the last uh, couple weeks here, is Chandler Schmidt from Stratford High School. Chandler, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, uh, just trying to make the best out of quarantine, and yeah. And uh, we were chatting beforehand, but uh, you know, everybody right now in the state, all the all students of, uh, of every grade level are, uh, you know, handling things a little bit differently. Schools are handling things a little bit differently. Just kind of bring us up to speed on how your school is uh, handling this time period right now uh, in terms of schooling and, and what school is like for you right now. Well, obviously school's a little different. Um, um, our teachers are doing a phenomenal job of trying to teach distance. I know it's very hard, especially when you get to the higher up classes, um, we're doing everything mainly through Google Classroom right now. Uh, so our, we have to take attendance every day, fill out a little Google Forms, and then we uh, get our homework. And we get, like for math, we get a worksheet. And um, right now, like our teachers are sending us videos to kind of keep us, you know, up to up to beat. And they're doing they're just doing a great job. I know it's hard to teach from distance when your students aren't there and but yeah. So uh, you're you're from Stratford High School, and obviously you guys have had a big year in all sports. But uh, let's focus uh, initially here on basketball. Um, you know what was the season like? Uh, you know before all the craziness at the end. Uh, how what was the season like? What were some of the high points for you during the season? Oh, this um, it was phenomenal. Um, playing with. My teammates we were just we were so close. There was no jealousy. There was no nothing like that. There was everyone was playing selflessly, and um, it's like a family. And it's funny because it's it's rare to play with everyone always since third grade. And the majority of my team were all in my grade, and it was basically we've grown up playing basketball, and we all had we were all on a mission. We all had one goal, and that was to get to the Cole Center, obviously. Um, some high points, uh, playing in the border battle was pretty fun. Um, also, the Nielsville game was phenomenal as well. Um, the, the the biggest high point, though, was probably playing for my dad one last time and even just playing with my teammates and my friends and my buddies. It was, it was just a great all-around experience. So it was uh, things were going well. You guys were undefeated, cruising along. You had some big um, big obviously games along the way and a huge sectional final showdown that was, uh, was on tap. So let's go to that final week of the, what ended up being the final week of the season. And I know you talked about it a little bit in our, uh, our article that we did last weekend, but just kind of walk through what that week was like, you know, kind of, um, what the timeline was like when you started to, you know, hear about things going on and the possibility of, you know, impacts and things like that just kind of walk us through that week what it was like for you as an athlete yeah so obviously monday we uh got to work right away my uh dad and assistant had a game plan ready we're starting to implement stuff 
Um, everyone was, it was a different mentality that week. Um, everyone was just locked in. Everyone knew what we had to do and what the goal was. And we, uh, we really had an attitude of no one's getting in our way. And so Monday was a great practice, great practice all week. And then obviously you're like, I, we didn't really pay attention to the, uh, coronavirus at all. We thought, okay, it's far away, you know? And then all of a sudden, um, Thursday on the day, uh, I rumor there was a rumor going around that they're going to put a limit on the amount of fans, and we're like, "What?" And then um, eventually, we our uh, superintendent Scott Winch brought us into a special meeting room and said, "Yeah, we can only now have 88 fans." So they actually gave each player four tickets, which was very nice. And then um, our Juniors and sophomores that played with us were phenomenal about it. They really brought in their their family only, their mom and dad, and then they actually gave the extras to the seniors because they knew how much it meant to them, which I'm very appreciative. But then it, it was just a different atmosphere Thursday night playing Auburndale. Um, obviously, West High School is pretty pretty big, and we would have probably filled, there was a lot of fans already pre-sold tickets. So we're getting excited for that, but it was just, it was a weird game. I mean, we won, which was enjoyable. So then, um, that night we're like, okay, we got to, we're shocked that, um, my won because Lourdes was supposed to be the favorite out of there. But then, um, we were coming off feeling good, getting ready to practice Friday, uh, Friday after school, first Iola, and we were actually, our basketball group chat was, we were talking and getting ready and stuff at night, and then my buddy Vaughn Bright saw a tweet from one of you guys um, saying that the season is canceled, and we were just like, no way, this is in disbelief, and my dad and um, his assistant were actually at our dining room table, um, they had iPads and stuff. And they were getting, they had a game plan already for I.O. already. And I'm already, like, I'm starting to tear up a little bit. And I go downstairs and I go, well, you might as well stop what you're doing. My dad goes, why? What are you talking about? And I go, well, they just canceled the season. And um, my dad and the coach are like, what? And um, we're just in disbelief. And then the final, the finalization of the WIA website was off that, me and my dad that night, actually, I was up till probably two or three. Um, I was crying a lot, and my dad, me and my dad are just talking on my bed. And um, growing up as a kid, as a coach's kid, um, my dad always took me to state, and I'm like, okay, eventually when I grow up, I want to get, I want to go and play here because obviously it's a phenomenal atmosphere. And um, I, and then I finally, I, uh, we both broke down and. I go, Dad, all I wanted to do is get you to the Kohl Center. And I just saw a tear come to his eye. And that's when it finally just, everything was gone. And it was just, it was, it was a heartbreaker. But obviously it was, it had to be done. Because if you look now, the coronavirus is like not good at all. So, yeah. And your dad, uh, Kurt Schmidt, is the head coach at Stratford, uh, as you had mentioned. Does that, does that make it even tougher that, that your dad's the coach. That was the last time, you know, that, that uh, Auburndale game, the last time you'll ever get to play for him, that 
uh, you know, as you said, you, you wanted to be the one to, to get him to the state tournament. D- does that make it even tougher? Oh, definitely. Like my dad is, he started from scratch building a program up from even kindergarten doing little fall ball and then starting kids at third grade. And now you'll see like, um, our C team, our JV and our varsity were all undefeated this year. So the Stratford basketball program is definitely on the up and coming. And just the fact that we were kind of at the peak and, um, I just wanted to get, take my dad to the Cole center cause he's worked so hard and that's what, and obviously playing for your dad is, it's a, something that you can never like, it's an awesome experience. I mean, yeah, you, you hit heads once in a while often on the court, but, um, it, it that, that probably was one of the biggest things is cause growing up, you're like, okay, we're going to work hard, work hard. And eventually I'm going to try to get my dad to the coal center. And that's, yeah, it was, that added another element that was kind of emotional for me, but obviously even just playing your last game with a win, um, with like Vaughn, Bright, and Ben, and Dawson, and Teddy, and those are proud. And I'll, it's kind of sad that you'll never be able to play with them ever again. So, in the the time that has passed since then, we're we're almost a month uh, out from from that crazy week. Does it feel like there's any closure? Have, have there are there ways that you or your team or your your dad have tried to find some closure in all of this? Well, obviously we can't really hang hang out or have a banquet yet, so there hasn't been any real closure yet. Um, I mean, you still talk about it with your buddies once in a while, and you're, it's just it's hard to talk about. But it's hard because we haven't we never got to get that last hug. We never got the we haven't even handed in our jerseys yet because we haven't we aren't able to. Um, get together because like most of the team uh, skipped school Friday because everyone was just in disbelief but we actually ended up going to most of the team and um, our school was good about it they gave um, some excuses out um, so our team went to Buffalo Wild Wings and that was kind of our somewhat closure but it's not your complete closure I guess and hopefully when all this coronavirus stuff blows over we can try to have a recess ceremony or some sort of banquet. So let's switch gears a little bit. And you're also a uh, spring sport athlete playing baseball in Stratford was the uh, state champions last year in baseball division three. Um, so as you're coming off of that emotional week of, uh, of basketball and, and it being canceled, when did you start to look forward or, or think about what this could all mean for baseball? Well, once they uh, took the measures of canceling the state tournament, you all, you knew that the baseball season was next. And, um, I mean, you're kind of in disbelief, like, okay, maybe it'll be done by then. Maybe you'll have a chance to play. But um, you, you kind of you had a sense and a feeling, especially when the bigger, like the NFL and the MLB started canceling spring training and the NBA canceled. You kind of knew once those big, big uh, national sports teams went down that um, high school is going to be soon to follow. So in the meantime, uh, because the season is still technically suspended and not canceled, 
What have you been doing to keep yourself prepared for, uh, for if or when spring sports do get back underway? Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm trying to stay active. Obviously I've been going on a walk, going on jogs, um, every day and, um, try to throw, do some long toss, throw maybe a mini pen once in a while. Um, but otherwise there's not much to do, but you just try to, you try to see if you have something to look forward to almost that, okay, I'll still have a season. It's just, it may be cut short, but at least you get the opportunity to play the season and should be thankful for playing that season. And, um, you're just trying to prepare yourself mentally. You're trying to stay physically fit to where, um, you'll be able to, uh, start up right away, right when they, they, uh, hopefully they can reinstate the season. But yeah, it's just been throwing, keeping your arm loose, trying to um, build the stamina on your arm, and then running too is very, uh, very crucial as well. We've talked uh, about how much success the Stratford sports programs have had, uh, including back-to-back runner-up finishes in football, a state title in uh, baseball last year, uh, an unbeaten season, even though it ended short of the state tournament this year. Um, do does that success that you had in other sports does it make it easier to swallow that that basketball wasn't able to uh to cap things off and, and get to the Cole Center into a state tournament um i don't the thing is is a lot of our guys work hard in every sport to accomplish their goal and so um it's not it honestly like basketball Basketball and baseball are my main passion, and especially when your dad's the coach, and it's it's almost even harder than losing a state championship in football because at least you have the opportunity to play at state and know that you gave your all in that game. And the fact that you're kind of your season feels unfinished. There's no there's no closure at all to the season, and there's always going to be that what is thought now. And I think that's what the hardest thing to pill to swallow now is is that, first of all, you're undefeated. Our team was playing the best ball late in the season like you need to be, um, especially playing with um, mainly all seniors. Um, they all they play harder, and they have a harder passion for the game because they know it's their last game. And um, we, were, we were fairly confident for Sayola, and to know that not only was that sectional game a winnable game, but... Um, that you could have had a chance to play the Cole Center for the first time in even school history and make history. Um, that's what's um, the most difficult. Plus, it would have been a, a nice wrap-up to our team making history, being undefeated, um, having Vaughn Bright being our first 1,000-point scorer, and then Ben got 1,000 points as well. So 2,000-point score is pretty phenomenal um, for on one team. And so... To answer that question, um, no, it's not easier. Um, it, I think it was a little, it's harder than even a loss at a state championship game. Before we let you go, just want to talk a little bit about your future and, and hopefully we're, uh, we're talking and following you, uh, on the baseball diamond at some point this year, but, um, what are your plans for, for the next level? What are your plans for your future? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, attending Winona State University to play baseball. Um, I'm going to double major in health and 
physical education and minor in adaptive PE. Um, I'm just ready to get to get to work over there. Hopefully, I can get a high school season, but um, I'm going to start training for my college season as well. Um, I'm just thankful for the opportunity that Coach Cole gave me to play for their team, and I'm just looking forward to it. I'm Winona State's on the up and coming, and I'm looking forward to be a part of that. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck, uh, Chandler. Hopefully, again, we'll uh, we'll be watching you and, and following the Stratford baseball team and all the spring sports teams out there. Um, but we appreciate you joining us, and uh, best of luck down the road. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, I'm thankful for all that you guys do over there. As we continue to share perspectives and get perspectives from some of the uh, athletes impacted by the suspension of high school sports, both winter and spring sports, we're very happy to, to bring out our next guest, Sammy Martin from Platteville High School. Sammy, how are you doing? I'm doing good. That's good. Um, before we get into kind of your experience and your, uh, you know, what happened with, uh, with sports in the winter season and, and now in the spring season, tell us a little bit about what things are like for you right now. How is Platteville High School handling uh, schooling? You know, what, does, what is your day like as, uh, as everyone kind of, embarks on this uh, unique journey together yeah so i wake up we have online classes at 10 and 11 each day i have somewhere between one and two classes a day just depending on how my schedule works and then i usually work on the assignments the rest of the day and they're usually due by our next class meeting the following week so are you um are the teachers actually via video conferencing or Zoom or, or something like that, are they actually interacting with the entire class together or are they just providing assignments via Google Classroom or something like that? Um, we do Zoom meetings and then my some of my classes, such as accounting and intro to marketing, we have longer assignments, so they take a couple of weeks. So we have office hours, which you can go in and ask questions, but all but one of my classes is doing Zoom meetings. Gotcha. So let's uh, let's go back a little bit, and, and before we get into the 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 crazy end to the winter sports season, just take us through what this year was like for you guys. Um, what were some of the high points? Uh, you know how how did you feel the season went overall? Oh um, yeah, you know the summer we worked really hard. We had a lot of girls at every open gym, and the last two years losing to Marshall, and then my freshman year losing to Edgewood was something we didn't want, want to fall short of the state tournament again this year. So we all made a pack together to say that that wasn't going to happen. So we worked hard. And on the first day of practice, it felt like we were already two months in because we've been working together and working out and doing all that. And then practice actually started and coach Foley, he bought in with us and we decided that the state tournament run was something we were going to do this year. And yeah, we beat some really good teams such as like Prairie du Chien and Oconomowoc. And, you know, we that was like really a confidence booster for us because we felt, you know, we can beat these higher division teams and these really good teams. And this could be our year. So let's uh, let's skip ahead a little bit to that. And what ended up being the final week of the season. You guys had qualified for the state tournament. Um you know, what was that week like? Uh, what was especially the early part of that week like? And, and when did, you know, things kind of start to, to come together that, you know what, we're, we're a little uncertain of what's all going to happen here? Yeah, so Monday, you know, we had practice right after school as usual. Uh, we 
tried to treat it like every other practice, you know, remain focused. And But we knew this was a little bit bigger than just a normal practice because we were preparing to play Arcadia, who was a really good team. And, you know, we went through the scouting report Monday, Tuesday, and then we had practice at Beaver Dam on Wednesday. And we were just focused on Arcadia and ways to beat them and stop their two main threats. And we just wanted to remain focused throughout that entire week because we knew if we didn't, we'd walk out of there with a loss. So when did you start hearing of, you know, things going on and, and start getting a sense that there might be some, uh, some impacts or challenges for the state tournament? Yeah. So Thursday morning we woke up and we had breakfast down in our coach's room and we were sitting there and then we went back to our rooms and we're just hanging out for a bit. And then all of a sudden the coaches came down to each room and said, we need to have a team meeting. And we thought it was weird, you know, a couple hours before game time that we were having a team meeting and you could tell by the expression on coach Foley's face that it wasn't something happy. So we all went down to coach Foley's room and he delivered the news that, you know, we were only going to be able to have about four people per player. So we called our parents and told them, you know, you guys have tickets, but other people that are planning on coming to the game may not. I know I was talking to some people on our spectator bus and they were already to about halfway from home. And so they turned around and went back home and, you know, it was crazy to realize that that was the smallest crowd we were ever going to have. And it was a state tournament. And you guys were uh, the first game that day at one thirty-five. Um you mentioned the the spectator bus and just what was that like, uh, you know, for some of the people in the community that maybe had already made plans or maybe already there um, that, you know, were not going to be able to, uh, to watch you guys play. Yeah. I mean, the private community made it really nice for the people that couldn't watch the game. Like the local movie theater opened it up and like our school went there and watched it on the big screens and stuff. So, I think it was easier for them than it possibly could have been, but yeah, it was weird. And, you know, seeing only 88 people behind your bench is very weird, (laughs) but yeah, we had to deal with it. So the game itself, uh, you guys ended up getting a win, a three point win, uh, exciting game to get things going. Uh, Just talk to us a little bit about the game itself and you know what that experience was like playing at the rush center. Yeah, you know, when we when we first got there, the security was really tight because of the whole coronavirus thing. Like, they wouldn't even let our managers down by us and in the locker room. They had to go out front and wait for the rest of the spectators. And so when we got in the locker room, you know, nothing was different. We were still working on our pregame warm-up, and we FaceTimed our school, actually, right before game time. And when we walked out, it was an amazing feeling just to see that huge floor out there and you know, the 88 people we had there were special 88 people to us. So the game itself was really awesome. I mean, we had a really slow start, and Arcadia is a really good team. But then we decided, you know, we didn't want this to be our last game of the season. We wanted one more. So we started playing as a team and got their best player in foul trouble, and she eventually fouled out. I think that was a huge turner point turner in the game. And, yeah. So you, you win – uh, what you know? What was your uh, routine like afterwards? And then uh, ultimately that night, um, what what did you find out, or when did you find out that that was going to end up being the last game that you played? 
Yeah, so we had we went to our coach's wife's Airbnb, and she made us spaghetti, and we had a whole team dinner meal and team bonding time. Then we went back to our hotel and showered and stuff. And, you know, we wanted to get to bed at a decent time. So I was laying in our hotel room with teammates Becca and Morgan at about 11. And then I saw this thing on Twitter that said, you know, the remainder of the state tournament is canceled. So I went down to the other seniors room, um, Allie, Josie, Izzy, and Courtney. And I was like, guys, look at this. And, you know, we weren't sure if it was completely true at the time. So we were trying to keep it down. And then we were sitting in the hallway just talking about how like, the season might be over. And then Coach Foley came out and said, we need to have a team in the conference room. And then at this point, I'm thinking, yeah, it's definitely true then. So we all went down to the conference room and he delivered the news. And for those who didn't know, it was really upsetting. And, you know, being seniors, it was even harder than it would have been if we weren't. So what, uh, you know, what was that? experience like what were your emotions like as you learned that what have uh you know what have you been able to process since that time almost a month ago yeah you know it's a story that you're going to be able to tell you know 30 years from now that our state championship game got canceled that's not something you hear every day and I mean that night was very emotional I mean we didn't go to bed till probably 1 30 or 2 we were all just sitting in that conference room crying and hugging each other and then all the parents came down. I don't, they were still awake somehow, but they came down and we were hugging them. And then our youth coach gave a speech and made everyone start crying again. And you guys, it wasn't the closure you wanted. It wasn't the, the matchup you wanted, but the next day the WIA did allow uh, you guys to come down to the rest center to, to get some pictures, to uh, interact with the Wrightstown team that you would be playing, uh, would have been playing in the championship game, what was that like as you guys kind of put a little bit of a bow and a little bit of closure on the season? Yeah, you know, it was really cool. I know some of the girls from playing against them in AAU, like Bridget Folky. I mean, she tore ACL, but she's one heck of a player. So, you know, we kind of know each other. And I played with Leah Lemke with Flight Elite this past summer. And, you know, just interacting with the girls that, you know, we both – it, was, it would have been a very competitive game, but in the end, we both had one goal. That was to be state champs. And, you know, if we couldn't do it as one team separately, we could do it together. And I thought it was really cool how our teams just united and gotten that picture together. Are there any other ways that, that your team and, and you yourself have tried to find some closure uh, from all of this since since that time? Yeah, you know, we've been, especially the seniors, you know, they're my best friends of played with them since fifth grade we've been trying to find closure together and figuring out ways like how did this happen like the night before we were supposed to play the big state championship game you know what could have went different that we could have played and how would that have changed things and you know we thought about like the gold ball and the silver ball and how they should be like handed out and then we decided that it was really hard for the WIA to decide and you know, it's not easy for them to just say, you know, the state championship game is no longer going to be played. There had to be some pretty big factors going into thinking about that. I don't know if you have heard, um, the WIA mentioned that they were going to provide some kind of 
recognition or awards for the teams that that uh, ended up getting their seasons cut short like you said probably not a gold ball or a silver ball per se but have you heard anything from coach foley or, or anyone about what that might be yet um i've heard a little bit about okay so foley coach foley was thinking about getting us little like little plaques each of us on the team that would say like our state tournament run and everything and he was going to talk to the sports boosters about that but we were kind of waiting to hear from the WI what their plan was you know I'm sure they have something in mind but I just don't know what it is yet gotcha Uh, we're talking with Sammy Martin from Platteville High School girls basketball player part of a team that had qualified for the state championship game in division three before uh, all of the uh, craziness that was uh, and canceled that uh, that last game so Sammy as we move forward um you know, when did you start to turn your attention or turn your thoughts to, well, what is this going to mean for school and what is this going to mean for uh, potentially spring sports as you're a, a softball af- athlete as well? Yeah, so that Saturday, we still came back on that Friday that the game got canceled. And then we had an outdoor prep rally at our school. And we were originally going to have school that next Monday and Tuesday to set up the online stuff and figure things out. And then that got canceled. So we've just been, you know, t- testing new things and everything. And we figured that school, you know, may not happen the rest of the year. We're not really sure. And then with that, obviously, if school doesn't happen, softball is not going to happen. So I'm just really unsure of what's going to happen right now. What are some ways that you've tried to stay ready in the event that does happen, that spring sports do resume at some point? Yeah, you know, I've just, we get together as friends sometimes, you know, practicing social distancing, but we'll go out and, you know, shoot some hoops at a park at different hoops and, you know, we'll throw the balls around and stuff, you know, but we try to practice the social distancing within COVID as much as we can. As you look back over all of this craziness of the last month, any any final thoughts or anything that, uh, you know, that, that comes to mind that uh, you want to share or, or perspectives that, that you think people might be interested in? Yeah, so, you know, it's not ideal to look up and to the rest center and, you know, almost every single student. But our team wanted to – our big thing this year was facing adversity, and every team is going to face adversity, but the team that faces it the best and together will come out of it on top. But that's what we were trying to do, and – you know, having 88 people at your game is not ideal, but we faced adversity and we came out on top of that contest. But, yeah, the Platinum community was very supportive all four seasons, even since youth. They've been extremely supportive. And, yeah, I don't have anything else. Before we let you go, just give us a little bit of an update on, on what the future holds for you. What are you looking at doing uh, for college? And, and, you know, what can we continue to follow you uh, at and, and where at? Yeah, so I'll be attending Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois next year. And I will be playing basketball. I go down there about mid-June to start training and workouts. Um, We're not sure if that's still going to be the date, depending on how this coronavirus affects things. I have orientation at the beginning of June. Um, That may get canceled. We're just not seeing it. All right. Well, Sammy, we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you uh, taking the time um, 
previously to, to give us some thoughts as part of our article, part of our athlete uh, voices series that we did. Best of luck down the road, and, and we'll sure to uh, be, be following you and rooting for you along the way. All right. Thank you so much. And again, a huge thank you to Chandler and Sammy for sharing their perspectives on this uh, this difficult time that they've been dealing with the last almost a month now. Uh, very, very impressed with not only their stories and, and their insights and, and ability to uh, articulate how they're feeling, but all of the uh, participants that that reached out to us and responded to our survey that we put out a couple weeks ago um, that you know, just show the, uh, the, the kind of kids, the kind of future, the bright future that these kids have. So thank you to all of those athletes. And again, please head over to wisports.net and check out that Athlete Voices series, uh, A Dream Denied, A Dream Deferred. We'll have some other content that we'll be producing around these kinds of stories and, and pieces of information as well. So stay tuned to WSN for that. I am Travis Wilson. This has been a wisports.net podcast. When things do resume, we'll see you at a game.